When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And you remember we were learning from the Koske Rebbe to give a child a name is on the level of prophecy. Because to give a child a name means connect to connect the child to the utmost the utmost purpose what this child has to do in this world. This is the deepest prophecy there is. We need to know what you have to do in this world. So this is the deepest crying in the world. You understand, Rosh Hashanah, I'm not saying I did wrong. Maybe I did everything right. Maybe I never did wrong in my whole life. But I'm crying before God. This has to be better than that. It can't be that this is all you have, you can offer me in this world. got to be more than that. I'm crying like mad. And on Rosh Hashanah, Mamish God is revealing to me the utmost, deepest, deepest purpose of the world. <clears throat> deepest, deepest purpose of the world. between crying and there's something else. And the connection is God's purpose on Rosh Hashanah. Because it's not my purpose. It's not your purpose. Because if it's my purpose and your purpose, it's arrogance. So it can't be my purpose and it can't be your purpose. It's got to be God's purpose. And if it's God's purpose, it's got to be the Shema Yisrael, the oneness. You got to hear and listen, and it's the oneness. And the oneness means the name and the name is the name from yourself and your father or your self your mother and that's the unity from
name and the connection means the first commandment is love. That means the memory is love for God and the love of the name of the parent, the grandparent. Because if you have the memory of the love always with you and you never forget never forget it for a moment that connection means that you're never arrogant it comes from someone else you're always grateful because you've got it and you can't cry you can't cry because you've got unity so God's purpose is unity and the fact that we haven't got it yet and it's not there yet and we're crying means it's not there yet the fact that we don't have memory altogether of all that love is not there yet but when it's there when it's there it's connected and the connection means that you're getting closer to the unity and if your union with your self, your past, your name, your memory is right, then maybe someday it could also be right with your family, your wife, your children. That too is a unity. That's true. Right. If if I if I'm arrogant, if I'm all by myself, then even if I sign my name, only sign my name. But if I'm one, if I'm signing my name, I sign my wife, my children, everybody I love also because I'm just one with them. What, what struck me is that <coughs> what strikes me very, very close is if I remember God and I remember everybody else too and I listen and it's being able to listen to everybody else that makes everybody else important and therefore they all have a name Abram when he had the knife and he was ready to, to strike Yitzhak, heard the messenger, the angel, pronounce his name Avram Avram twice. And what was said in the lecture was that everyone else got the same message from the time of creation to the time of Rome, not to sacrifice. Avram was the first to listen, to hear. He opened his ears to hear. He was the first one. But everybody else had got the same message, but he was the only one who listened. Amen.
what does it mean? One more sweet thing, just also just good to remember. There's an issue to tell. Okay, have a let's give me, give me a final chance. Let's just. Uh, <coughs> did, you do? did it come from the deepest depths of your soul? Did you just do it? From what 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 a place in your heart or your soul did it come? How deep is it? How deep is it? Okay, you know, it's possible for me to believe in God and do everything right. And yet it, it did not come from the deepest depths of my soul. It's possible for a person to do wrong all their life. And maybe one thing they did, one good thing they did, came from the deepest, deepest depth of their soul. So on the God judgment day, on the God judgment day, you never know who's considered holy. You never know. This person did everything right, but it didn't come from the depth of their soul. This one person, one thing, though. Okay, what's, wh where's the deepest depth of my soul? Listen to this. Just this one thing I want to share with you, it's very deep. 
everybody knows that the whole life God tests us. God is, God is testing us all the time. All the, all the time. But the question is, there's a passage in the Torah that says, God is testing you, so does to know. So this, remember King James who didn't know the Torah? So the way he translates it is, God is testing you like a school teacher. He wants to know, you know, if you really believe in God, because if you fail the test, that means you're not so strong, get bad marks in heaven, and might end up going to hell altogether. But this is stupid, right? Because it's saying. So everybody knows that Ramban and all the and all the commentaries say it God is testing you not that God should know, that you should know. That you should know where you are. You know, for instance, I can walk around and think, you know, I'm absolutely the highest Jew in the world. And then I don't know, I do this, I do that, I realize, you know, maybe maybe I'm not as good as I thought. Okay, this is the good translation. But then this is what the Ishbitzer says. What is, what is a test? You just really got to open your hearts a million miles. We have so many tests in our lifetime. And again, you know, not everything is a test, you know. Okay, sure, every little thing is a test, you know. Everything is a decision, you know. Each time, every second I have to make a decision. But I'm not talking about that, okay. God gave me the title, God gave me rules, all kinds of things I can manage a little bit. Real depths, real tests. The real tests in life. What's going on then? This is one of the topics with this toil, listen to this. You know, I can learn so much, I know so much. You know what the test is? That at that moment, all my knowledge is meaningless to me. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn about the whole thing. It doesn't mean anything to me. That means, at that moment, knowledge doesn't help. Feeling does now. You know what a test is? At this moment, God strips you of everything you know, everything you feel, and everything which is meaningful to you. It's mamish the deepest, deepest depths of you. Where are you? Where are you? You know, this is one of the top Ishbitz's Torah. The Ishbitz's says like this. Because everybody's asking, and, and I want you to open your hearts a million miles. Because all the holy, holy commenters ask, what's so big about Abraham being ready to sacrifice his son? Every holy man in the world, if he would hear God's voice, really, and he would know it's God's voice, God telling him, I want you to sacrifice his son. Wouldn't they do it? They would do it gladly. Okay, then God tell them, don't, they would not. But if they would be aware at this moment, God, creator of heaven and earth, telling me to do something? Everybody would do it. Holy people, the lowest creature in the world would do it. If he would have a God revelation, so what's the big about it? So listen to what the Holy Ishmael says. 
You know, you know what kind of of God knowledge Abraham had? Unbelievable, right? But you know what happened at that moment when God was testing him? It was all taken away from him. There's nothing left. You would ask Abraham, realistically speaking, what do you think of God? He would say, I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. You know, there are moments in our life when nothing is, just really the whole thing is stupid. The whole thing is stupid. The question is, what do you do then? On whatever you decide at that moment, this is the deepest, deepest depths of you. This is the deepest depths of you. Okay, now listen to this. And you know something? There is something inside of me which is so deep. Not because of knowledge, not because of feeling, not even because of believing. It's even deeper than that. Because even believing is a little bit of an outside manifestation. There's something deeper than that. Okay, what's going on at that moment? Okay, at that moment when God gives me a test and my knowledge doesn't mean anything, my feeling doesn't mean anything, my believing, nothing has meaning. What am I doing then? Gewalt, am I begging God, please, God, have compassion. Gewalt, God, show me the way. Now listen to this. Imagine, 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 I didn't go through the test. I did wrong. You know what's remaining with me? I can't stop hearing myself crying. I wish I would do right. I wish God you wouldn't I wish He would enlighten me. I wish He would give me strength. So now listen to this. If I do what is right, you know what's happening to me at that moment? This deepest depth of my light is shining into my in, into the outside of me, right? That means it's the utmost highest revelation. It's not it's not an understanding revelation, it's not a feeling revelation. It is mamish light, you know, the deepest light of it. But what happens to me if I didn't make it? But that crying is still there. This crying is still there. Okay, now listen to what he says. The first day of Rosh Hashanah we are learning that God gave the son to Abraham. The second day we are reading God was testing Abraham. He told him to sacrifice your own son. You think Abraham was stupid? He knew very well that God says don't sacrifice human beings, right? He knew also very well that God had promised him Yitzhak will have children. God promised him the nation of Israel. 
and you see you have to realize something else Abraham's whole teaching was because at that time the whole thing in worship was that they sacrifice their children you know that this was the strongest argument Abraham had he says what kind of a God is that who demands human sacrifice this can't be God right this was the strongest argument and here his God is telling him okay sacrifice your son okay now listen to this deepest depth there are prophets, what do you mean God spoke to him? It's, it was a prophecy, right? There are prophecies on the level of light, and there's a prophecy on the level of utmost darkness. I know what I have to do. You know, friends, isn't the greatest light to know what you have to do? It's the greatest light in the world. But you know that sometimes to know what you have to do is the greatest darkness. It's dark. I know I'm supposed to do this. It's dark. It is the greatest darkness in the world. Can you imagine how Abraham was crying? Imagine his mom is holding the knife. Crying is not the word. It's not even crying for something. It's not crying about something. It's just beyond everything. I just don't know anything anymore. I don't know anything anymore. See, sometimes you cry to God, let me do the right thing. God help me to do this. That's all beautiful crying. But how does it compare to that crying? The Holy Ishbitza says the deeper steps. The first day we are reading, Abram was crying before God, please give me a son. <coughs> Sarah was crying, please God, give me a son. That's the blowing of the show for the first day, crying before God. The second day, we are bringing before God all those cries, all, all the cryings we did. How much we don't know anything anymore? I don't know anything. And you know something? The second day crying. This is when really, when we began, when the Jewish people began. This, this crying this is the deepest depth already. This is when it really begins. Because this is when God says, Oh, Abram, now I know you're my man. <coughs> I'll tell you something. Imagine, you know, I can, I can go to somebody who I'm not so close to and I can cry before them, give me a hundred dollars, do this for me, do this for me. How many people can I go to and cry and say, you know, I just don't know what to do anymore? That's something else. And very few people have that kind of a friend, you know, have that kind of relationship with God. Okay, so Rosh Hashanah, you know, we are bringing back to God our whole life. All those cries, all those cries I cried before God, I don't know what to do anymore. And I want you to know in the deepest depths, this is deeper than we were learning before. Imagine if I'm crying before God, I don't know what my purpose in life is, let me know my purpose. It's beautiful. According to Ishbitzir, this is all the first day, it's not the second second day it's much deeper 
Whatever you'll tell, you'll tell me my purpose is to bring the Messiah. I don't give a damn about the Messiah. You'll tell me your purpose is to fill the whole world with light. I say, tell you the truth. I don't give a damn about the world and I don't give a damn about light. Nothing, 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 nothing is left in me. This is the second day. And basically, this is, everybody knows the blowing of the shofar is because when Abraham wanted to sacrifice Yitzchak and God told him, don't sacrifice him, but he wanted to bring a little sacrifice, so he discovered this, how do you call ayah? What's ram. Little ram and the ram's horn. The ram's horn is that crying deepest depths of me. And you see all the tests God is giving us, this is the fixing on Rosh Hashanah, the fixing of the tests. You know how deep this is? This is not a question of doing right or wrong. This is the deepest, 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 deepest steps there is. Sure. Yeah, what do you say? It's, it's even, it's even, maybe even heartbreaking to say such words. Uh, I don't know. Okay, imagine I'm very bad. Then I meet this girl, I love her very much, and she really tells me, you know, I really love to marry you, but you gotta be a better person, you know? Okay, she turns me on to being good. Okay, let's assume, you know? My wife is trying for so long, she didn't do it yet, love. Okay, let's assume she will someday, okay. Mazel tov. Okay, let's assume, let's assume because of a person I love very much, I'm becoming a better person. But imagine I love somebody very much and they tell me to do something and I know it's bad. I know it's no good. That's something else. That is something else. And now listen to this deepest depths. That kind of goodness I bring down to the world when I'm ready <coughs> to do something not because it's good or bad, deeper than that. Deeper than that. Now listen to this deeper steps. Everybody knows that the downfall of the world came with the eating of the forbidden fruit. What was so bad about it? The, the tree of knowledge say no, this is good, this is bad. This is very beautiful, but this is not God's light yet. This is maybe uh, the light of, 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 I don't know what it is. It's beautiful, this is not, this is not, this is not what it's at. Everybody knows the first time this was fixed, when Abram was ready to sacrifice Yitzchak. And the issue that brings the Madrash, the Madrash says that Yitzchak fixed it even more, but because if you remember, it's a very beautiful play on words because it says Abraham Avinu put Yitzchak on top on top of the wood of the trees what does it mean he put Yitzchak on top of the trees so the Zohar Kodesh says everybody knows there's a tree of life and tree of knowledge right so when he sacrificed Yitzchak Yitzchak's putting on top of the trees right he fixed both trees 
And see what it is. Before we ate the forbidden fruit, it was just enough to eat the tree of life. After we ate the forbidden fruit, the after we ate the tree of knowledge, it's not enough just, let's get away from knowledge, let's just get back to life. It's stupid. Right now we have to fix both trees. Right? Both trees. Okay, so Yitzchak, Abraham Avinu fixed it by being ready to sacrifice Yitzchak. And the major says Yitzchak even more. So the Ishmael says one word. Abraham Avinu's thing was, he was so much given to God, he, whatever God tells him he'll do. Okay, it was a heavy thing on him. God tells him, sacrifice your son. It's a very heavy thing. Because it really looked wrong to him. But God says so. Okay, God knows best, right? But Yitzchak, he didn't hear God's voice, right? And he knew it's wrong. So how come Yitzchak didn't say, listen, Father, you know, I'm sorry, you know? I don't want to. I don't believe he had this prophecy. He could have said so. And the woman wouldn't have fought his son. Because God didn't tell him to. See, God never told him, force your son, is it? Put him on the altar. You know? So Yitzchak Avina, what? Kachna. Kachna, yeah, please, yeah, please take him. Yeah, you're right. So Yitzchak's level was, listen to this, utmost. Yitzchak's level was, I know it's wrong, but Avraham Avina, he says, listen, if you think that this this is the way you got to serve God right now. Okay, I'm ready. He says, Mamish Yitzchak. Yitzchak brought down God's light into the world. Beyond, beyond good and evil, beyond something else. And I want you to know something very strong, you know? I just wanted to connect to before. The little tests we have, the question is, you got to do good or bad, right? The real tests in life, the question is not if it's good or bad. Much deeper than all this. The question is, really, when you do it, mom, you should bring God's life into the world. And the life of your own soul into the world. Because this is really reaching the deepest depths of you. This is really when you fix your name. And... Um, I want to share something very deep with you. According to our tradition, when you bless somebody, you don't walk up just and bless somebody. When you bless your children Friday night, you just don't put your hands on their capital and say, bless you.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.